until the I don't even think we were drunk. No, I we weren't. And that's what I mean. Like living room. What if, like Good Omens, you and I, Neil Gaiman, and Terry Pratchett, a book? Yes. And then I actually don't hate this idea. And then we could sell that, and that could start up the money that will someday be the house rent money. But we'll have <laughs> passive income from the book, from the book. once it's sold. Mm-hmm. And if it was really successful and we had to tour, mm-hmm. then we could go together. Okay. That sounds so, like fun. Let's do that. That's a new side let's, hustle. Yeah. Just <laughs> sidebar. Let's sidebar our beautiful uh, writing abilities. Yeah. No, I just thought of that. That I was like, because that was the easiest. That part. might be my best written thing that I've ever done. No. That was, <laughs> that was like the easiest 4,600 words I've ever written. Honestly, yeah. And so that's why I was like. All we could do like, that every other day if we needed no, to. No, that's what I mean. It's like every time I write something. Cause like when it's I such a draw. Stuff, yeah. It's like, but sometimes when I write stuff, it Honestly. does flow from me. But it's that sometimes, like when I was telling you about that the idea I had for that romance novel right. I wrote, then it was like, I thought it was a great idea, but then when I like said it out loud, I was like, ooh, that's a little, like, rapey's not the right word, but it's not, not consenting cons- romance. Yeah, so I was like, this is not as consensual <laughs> as I thought head. it was, or so I just need, like, someone else to be like, what if? I was like, well, like no, based on what you've told me, though, it sounds like... The main conflict is that she is feel the witch is feeling weird about the non consensual part. So that's like a yeah, that's a good conversation to have. So yeah, like, I'd say at the very least that's going for it. No, and so it's like so I don't know. I just think I think we could write something well together mm-hmm. that would be. Maybe we should commission sense. like in the way people exchange Christmas fix, but like they never quite get what they want. We commission. Christmas fix. Yes. (laughs) What would you like? With them knowing our style. You'll be like, here's our style on that one weird jojonasfic.tumblr.com. Right. And uh, if you would like that type of writing. Describe in detail yourself as a 12-year-old, and I will write. And I will write About someone falling in love with you. (laughs) It won't be good. It will be accurate. (laughs) It won't be good. It will be what it's like, well, like uh, this... if an adult falls in love with a 12-year-old. Well, okay, so you remember, I don't know if you ever saw this, and it ended up being debunked as not real, but no. it was a, a fan fiction that a girl named Melissa Bell wrote about Ashton Kutcher coming to her, like, sixth grade dance, and she read <gasps> it as part of a talent show. Yes, wait, okay. I, I think I it's saw not that real. It's not real. So that, because, like, it's, like, too much. <laughs> like, it's, like, no, who would do Like, like someone would write that fan fiction, but no one would read it to their school. No, that's, like, I saw this post on Tumblr that it was, was like, so good. that was, like, this, she was, like, when I was 14, I would, I would write fan fiction, mm-hmm. and then she would, like, stand on a sidewalk with, like, flyers with like that advertised her fic and like had the url and she would like hand them out like it was like and she was like it's been it was someone on tumblr oh my god and so she was posting on it so it like she was the like like op like poster uh to be like i am not that ballsy now i don't know why she's like i wouldn't tell anyone i write wrote fic now and yet when i was 14 i was standing on a sidewalk literally handing to strangers like go read my fanfic about this celebrity. Wild. I know. And I was like, <laughs> like what a <laughs> marketing scene. No. So that. that's why I was like, wow, that's the bold. Okay, well, yes. Yeah. All right. So now that we have our lives figured out, love and fine pairings, Christmas holiday edition. Christmas. Um, so we did not, uh, I don't think we said this ahead. I think I no. edited it out of the last episode. But for Christmas, uh, for mostly us, but also the benefit of you, 
our dear listeners, me and Claire have done a, a thick exchange. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> it turns out I did not write what Grace requested. It's fine <laughs> because okay. So uh, my initial request off off mic for Claire was. A, a thick about a female doctor, not necessarily the one that I believe is still currently yeah. on air, um, but just a female version of the doctor from Doctor Who, and combined with uh, Rose, the companion from, um, it's not season one, season nine, I think is yeah. officially what Dr. it is. Doctor 10. Doctor 10, yeah. uh, Christopher Eccleston. Because I don't want to watch Doctor Who and be disappointed again, so I'm not no. going to. <laughs> so that was going to be my attribution. But also... On the last episode, I gave Claire the assignment of finding an Aaron Carter fanfiction, and her brain just combined those two ideas, I guess. <laughs> so, one, I would like as I'm sitting here, nine is Eccleson and ten is ten. Yes, but Rose is in both. Yes. Um, that's, but yes, yes so that's I wrote a, <laughs> so I wrote, I wrote an Aaron Carter pick for her. Which is not at all what I wanted, but I'm not mad about it at all. And um, in true Christmas fic exchange fashion, yeah. I did not get what I asked for. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> if you've ever been part of a Christmas fic exchange like I have, oh, please send me um, what you wrote because I love that shit. <laughs> it was like, uh, yeah, for my the fic exchange that I was a part of, I like filled out a survey of like what I would like. And I, it was a One Direction big mm-hmm. exchange. I received... Specifically, both of you were supposed to write One Direction? Yes. Mm. So it was like a whole group of people writing One Direction fix. I request, I wrote what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And instead, she wrote... I wanted like... And I wrote for my person like a... Oh, so it wasn't for her. It was like everybody kind of just... So, yeah, it was sort of like a secret Santa where you mm. all like grabbed a different gotcha. name. Okay. But it was like set up like, you know, in I got a set, forum or Like in a forum kind of deal. And so I wrote for someone else, and then the person who wrote for me, so I, the person I wrote for, I think I wrote, like, uh, I, like, wrote to what they wanted, and then I think I wrote, like, a 15,000-word fic for them. Wow. And the person who wrote for that me... many words. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> like every... a fourth of a novel. <laughs> no, right? Sometimes when I'm, like, when I don't succeed at NaNoWriMo, I'm, like, but why? You had, like, a week to write 15,000 words for... And you did it. And you did it. Um... But no, so the so I wrote like fifteen thousand words because the other people <laughs> in this fic exchange, some were like some of the very top one direct like uh, our college really roommate. Popular, like, yeah, our college roommate was also in it. So we oh were yeah, all she doing was it. like kind of popular on yes. Tumblr. Or where and, was she posting her fics? I don't. Yeah, remember. no, she was on Tumblr. We should get her on the pod. And <laughs> she would not come on this pod. I'm going to tell you right now because uh, she was starting to get popular, and the person who. So she, like, wrote for one of her favorite authors. To give context, this person is, like, currently a writer, I believe. Yeah, she's a journalist. So, you know. Yeah. So she has a leg up on her. Hashtag imposter syndrome forever. Even when I was the one who introduced her to the concept <laughs> of One Direction and fan fiction. So that was my life. I was, like, I was popular, just not as popular as her. But she, like, had, um, the person who had her was, like, one of her other favorite, like, all-time favorite writers. Oh, wow. And then I got... The person who had me wrote 400 words about how Louis Tomlinson was a sandcastle. And I was so angry. That's so... Sh- that's like a very small paragraph. Yes. Like... And it wasn't like... That's so It wasn't even like... It was like a poetic... Ugh. Like, it wasn't like... He was symbolically like a sand... It was like... 
one of those weird hippie poems that I don't know how to describe it. It was like free verse so about like, like about his, like the way his spirit was a sandcastle, and she was like describing it, like, yeah, metaphorically. Yeah, like the the sand was like washing up on him, and That's so I could weird. like I could show it to you sometime. <laughs> yeah, I'll be yeah, it later. It, it's, yeah. We don't need to submit our twelve fans to that. No, it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's. It was upsetting because I like was so excited to read something perfectly crafted for me, and uh, then alas, that is really upsetting. <laughs> so just like that, you're not getting what you wanted either. <laughs> to be fair, and I've said I don't know if I said this on on air or to you just in person, but I wrote essentially what is an Aaron Carter fanfic when I was nine, um, <laughs> in the way that you write uh, very short stories yeah. for uh, like fourth and fifth grade, you know, class. Uh, in your own bound book with like a ribbon in it. I wrote a story about how my best friend at the time, Cassie, and me, I think went to an Aaron Carter concert and snuck backstage and mm. Aaron Carter was like, oh no, but then like some something, I don't remember what, something happened where we became friends. And oh, this story sounds familiar. So I feel like be- I read And we it. became background dancers for him. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I already familiar. told you about it, which is why. That's probably um, so I am I am not new to the Aaron Carter fan fiction okay. game. Yeah, because I so if far, I can find it, I will show it to you. <laughs> so yeah, so I wrote you an Aaron Carter fic. Yes. Um, my life has been busy, so I wrote it at work. Don't okay. tell my boss. I also wrote at least a third of mine at work. Okay. So and the pairing I brought for you is an adult hot chocolate. I drank most of it and already. So, <laughs> it was yeah. very good. <laughs> it has um, it's a hot chocolate with peppermint schnapps. Mine right. has marshmallows. Yours does not. I am a vegan. Yes, so, a bad one. So yeah, and I don't have jelly tin free marshmallows. It is okay because I. <laughs> I don't think I do either. <laughs> yeah. So that's fair. Um. So yeah. So marshmallows just get in the way. I wouldn't have drinking as much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have. I have not drank as much as you. So. Hopefully, right. I'm very curious as to where this is going. <laughs> Hopefully, everything that you have just consumed will help this. <laughs> like, I don't even want to read over your shoulder. No, I'm so I'm excited gonna, to I'm just like to... have it un- unfurled for me. <laughs> oh my god! Again, I thought this. I was so excited when I thought of this concept like a couple of days ago, <laughs> like, and I was really like, "It's like, gonna be great." I don't know what's coming at all. It's <laughs> and. Um, I read so many articles about Aaron Carter today. You're like an expert. Are you? Uh, are you a stan? Uh, no. <laughs> what is not a stan? I am like a nats. I, yeah, I, I like, am nats about Aaron Carter. It's a nats. It's that I. I just think someone needs to take care of him. He's, I think I would agree with that. So, like, is that not only was he like very popular at the age of like thirteen or fourteen? Mm-hmm. But also, he had, like, an older brother that was more yes. popular and, like, grew up in that. Like, it sounds yeah. like it's not a recipe for, like, a good life. No. And so I, I you'll see. But as... I loved him so much when I was nine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's he's 31 now, and I yeah. feel like he should, whatever the opposite of emancipated minor is, he should be adopted a adult. Re- uh, yeah. <laughs> but not by his parents. But just by anybody. But uh, he should be legally adopted by better adults. <laughs> yes, I was like, <laughs> someone responsible needs to take care of him for a while because <laughs> I saw too much. Um, anyway, my fic today is called It's a Carterful Life. As in, it's a wonderful life. I, yes. Carter, <laughs> Carterful. Oh my god. Uh, so, I thought that was genius. And it's only going to go downhill from there. <laughs> so. Oh, Red. Uh, I don't go. even want to. Oh, Red. Whatever. Read it for me. Here it goes. <laughs> Aaron woke fighting. 
fighting the tangle of sheets, fighting through the nightmare that clawed at the inside of his chest. It had just been a nightmare, he told himself, as he scrubbed his sweaty face with the heels of his hands. He was awake now. He was safe now. Disentangling himself from his sweaty sheets, Aaron padded over to the bathroom. He let the water run cold over his fingers before splashing his face to clear away the fog from his dream. The cold water felt nice on his fevered skin. Aaron blindly reached for the fluffy hand towel he knew was hung next to the sink. He sighed heavily into the towel after he had finished blotting his skin, willing the rapid beating of his heart to slow. No matter how real it had been, it had only been a dream. At last he met eyes with his reflection, glad to see the only darkness marring his skin was the matching dark circles from his restless night hanging oh, no, under wait, his what? <laughs> Is he going to be a demon? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes? No. His temple was clear of the bewitching face of Medusa. Aaron Carter has a Medusa tattoo on his face now. I did not know that. On his temple. Because <laughs> it was it, a metaphor. <laughs> no. Everything you will read today, I will read to you today. Not a metaphor. Barely fan fiction. Barely. Pretty much a biography. It's basically a biography. His temple was clear of the bewitching face of Medusa. Love was not dripping from his eye like a tear. Like, the word love. Um, and his neck was bare, save the morning stubble he would care, uh, he would take care of later. His hand delicately traced the curve of his cheekbone, the nightmare so strong that he felt branded by it. Like if he blinked, the tattoo would bleed from his skin like a festering wound, that anything more than a feather-like touch would bring this reality crashing down. So, context? Yes, please. Aaron Carter has, <laughs> a, a, lot of tattoos. <laughs> has a Medusa tattoo on his temple uh-huh. that takes up half of his face. Under his eye, like on his cheekbone, is the word love, and across his like whole neck is another Wait. tattoo. <laughs> okay, so maybe I'm I don't I don't know this. This is from my knowledge of watching Orange is the New Black, but from what I've heard, a teardrop under your eye is you've killed someone. So is he trying to say love is dead? Maybe. <laughs> like he killed love. Maybe because he's what a statement. He got right. He's like. In the, the articles I was reading today, he's, like, all over the place. Did like, he explain these tattoos in any of these articles? No. Ooh, I he need does to look say, up this Medusa He does tattoo. say things like uh, Hilary Duff was the love of his life, and he's... Did he date Hilary Duff? Yes. Oh, God. And then they broke up because... Hilary Duff is doing so well. No. Is that... So oh, no. He, so in, like, 2003, he dated, Lin, he dated Hilary Duff. And then they had a three-year... 2003. Off- oh, yeah. wow, yeah. You would have been, like, what, 16? Yeah. And, yeah, and then oh. they had a three-year oh. on-again, off-again relationship. And they broke up various times because he maybe cheated on her with Lindsay Lohan, which what? is what kicked off the Lindsay Lohan Whoa. versus Hillary Duff feud. What? Right? I missed all of this. Right? I was too young to understand. That is a face tattoo. What the fuck? That's right. That's what I'm saying. Ew. It's to protect him. That's what he said. Oh, okay. I it was mean, inspired Medusa. by his mother. Like, his mother told him to tattoo that on I mean, okay, face. so at least it's on the side. From the front, it's not as jarring as I would think yeah, it would be. Yeah, when you look at him straight on. He kind of looks like an ex-boyfriend of mine, which is really alarming. <laughs> Hashtag, you have a type. No, I'm No. He didn't have a face tattoo. He just had glasses and, like, a smile that kind of looked like uh, that. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. the combination of smile and glasses is, like, really throwing me yeah, and i don't like, like a it whole hand tattoo and it Ew, went all over it, his neck it looks really bad like, in this one yeah. sometimes it looks like a lot sometimes yeah. it looks fine yes ew it's God. a lot of look what the yeah right this is so much okay continue now that i know what his face looks like we can move on <laughs> no it this again it's like <laughs> this fix gonna be terrible because i'm gonna have to keep stopping to be like context what's going of on. aaron carter so that you understand the literary genius 
slash idiot I am. Literary idiot. <laughs> I'm a literary idiot. Yes. Hashtag Claire writes fanfic. <laughs> he shivered at the thought and abruptly dropped his hand. It had only been a nightmare. It wasn't real. And it couldn't be real. He made a mental note to discuss this with his therapist later. Maybe asked his psychiatrist to change his medication. A small alarm charmed from his mirror, forcing Aaron to look away from his pale skin. Small, illuminated letters appeared just below his face in the mirror. He had one of those smart mirrors, and it was alerting him that it was time for him to take his medication, a multivitamin, and an anxiety pill. Which, when I wrote this, he also says he has, like, five different mental illnesses. Exciting. So, different articles would say he had uh, manic depression, schizophrenia, multiple personality disorder. Not a real thing. General anxiety disorder. And that is a And, like, and it's, like... Something else. And it's, like... He probably has child star syndrome Whatever, and yeah. like was not raised right in that his parents were fame hungry. His whole family was like trying to be famous. So there's like a lot of weird pressure. Yes. So I think he just needs... You can be messed up without having a diagnosis. No. Like that yeah. is a thing. <laughs> no. And so then I like went down like a whole rabbit hole of like <laughs> trying to write this stupid sentence. I was like, how does, <laughs> how does one diagnose schizophrenia? And like learned all that. And it's like. There are different studies that say, because I was like, is it genetic? Like, would it be wrong for me to be, like, in this fanfic I'm writing? He wouldn't have schizophrenia? And the answer is, like, while there are genetic markers that, like, make you more inclined to get schizophrenia, Mm -hmm. it's more, like, there are a lot of things that can happen to you in your life that will, like, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better, yeah, yeah. Yes, no, that is a real thing, which is why sometimes people say that drugs will trigger schizophrenia, because it's true. Which he got caught when he was 15 for doing marijuana. Oh, yeah, okay. Which, that's maybe young to do marijuana, but whatever. See, the great thing about fan fiction is you can always put it from the person's perspective, and that person Mm -hmm. can be an unreliable narrator. So you can be like, I have schizophrenia, and also I am a genius with the IQ of 1004. And you're not technically wrong, because that is just their thoughts. That is... It's my opinion. It's my opinion. Okay, continue. Anyway, he downed them both with a glass of water, glad for the routine, glad that the anxiety pill would help the remnants of the dream disperse. Without another glance at the mirror, Aaron left the bathroom and headed down the stairs he had paid an architect handsomely for. The stairs were made of structural glass and appeared to be floating down to the first level of the L.A. loft that he had renovated during a break between albums. It had been good to make something that was only for him. Is he still making music? No. Oh, good. Yes. Ish. It's like when I looked at it, it's like, um, he might be writing stuff. He like has alluded to. Is that he's alluded to in interviews that he is writing stuff, but record labels don't want anything to do with him Mm -hmm. because he had to file file for chapter of chapter seven bankruptcy. Oh God! Because um, as you as I allude to later in the fanfic. Uh, one of his child star things that happened to him is that when he was like, I don't, I don't even know what age, he was like, I grossed three hundred million dollars. Where's my cut? And then he, and then in his like trust fund was only like two million dollars, and he was like, I should have had the cut of like a hundred million. He got like fifteen percent of like whatever hundred million. So he's like, I should have fifteen million. Where is it? Mm. He was like, was, and so he became an emancipated minor mm. because he thought his that parents his parents were stealing. were stealing from him. It was 100% his agent, wasn't it? No, and it's like, it's <laughs> unclear, and... Was, oh, because his brother also got screwed in Backstreet Boys, so. Yeah, and so it's like, it was the, it was the early 2000s, no one knew how to have artist rights, like, and, and it's like, also, should a 15-year-old have $15 million? So then, because he thought, so he claims that he had to... <laughs> 
file bankruptcy because he's being taxed on money he doesn't have. Mm. And so he had to file bankruptcy in order to be like, you're taxing me for money that wasn't in my control when I was like 15. And so I can't pay the $4 million of taxes or like whatever. Uh, and yeah. yeah, so it was like, this is wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I'm reading all these articles and I'm like, is Aaron Carter a reliable narrator? No. Is this really <laughs> happening to him? Or did he like, spend all of his money or like not put it in the right sources. That's such a weird or... story to come up with though that I'm like I feel like that's got to be true because yeah. like that's just sounds insane. Yeah <laughs> and it's like it's happened to other child actors mm. and like except so it's like I guess I'm inclined to believe him but then another part of me is like you shouldn't give a 15 year old 300 million dollars as I will make the point in my fanfic later you will see <laughs> this is an important plot point to me. Right. <laughs> I was having so many thoughts. Um, <laughs> you did so much research for this thing that I didn't even ask for. <laughs> you're welcome. Hashtag literary idiot. This is why we're friends. <laughs> it was good to make something that was only for him, not the wider audience of pop music consumers. Well, for him and his wife. Hill. Aaron signed her name as he caught sight of her in the kitchen. You will not believe the dream I had last night. Uh, I, had, I had to move to the guest bedroom. You were thrashing around too much for me to get any sleep. Oh Hillary God. Duff Carter said, taking a sip from her coffee Hillary mug. Hillary Duff Carter. Hashtag ship it. Ship it. Fix him, Hillary. You're doing so well. Teach him your beautiful ways. I don't know how you did it. It's right. a fucking masterpiece of a life. This is what I mean. That you came like, out okay. There are certain child actors that it's like they probably go, they go through like maybe rough times, but they like pull out. I don't even think anything that like I would say that's like a Raven Simone. Like she had some weird points, but overall she's doing pretty well. Yeah. Like Hillary Duff, I'm like you just were like a peach this whole time. Like I yeah. don't think anything is happening. Unless like, I'm like totally missing some big thing, but no, she's from my had, cultural context. Yeah, she has married happened. like a hockey player. They had a son. They divorced, and now she's dating a different guy. She's engaged to a different guy who she's had a daughter with. Cool. And she does a bunch of philanthropy and is writing music. She's just like a person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the guy that it's a she's uh the guy she's engaged to is like a producer, mm. and so he helped write a couple of her songs, and Ooh. they like made an album together. Cute. So cute, right? So, but here. This is the alternate universe where she and Aaron Carter are staying together. Um, Do you want to talk about it? Maybe. I'm still half hoping that I'll forget it entirely, Aaron said, crossing the tiled floor to his wife. I was an entirely different person. Was it that dream again where you cheat on me with Lindsay Lohan? (laughs) (laughs) Those always make me laugh. It's not funny to me. Aaron. So in real life, he does not have the Medusa, or in the in the life of the fan fiction, he does not have the Medusa tattoo. Correct. But he was dreaming about the real life that is yes. real. Yep. Yep. Okay. This is. Thank you for giving me the context to get these jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I would not have, not have known. This is like if I. This is the type of thing I would write for like if you were if we were all in the like when I was in the One Direction fandom mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we I would get fic requests like that then it's like. In all fandoms, then there will be like jokes specifically to the fandom. So I'm like writing this as if as if we have an Aaron Carter, Carter fandom, fandom is as big as the one. Yes, and we're all like having some tea. Somebody about the... loves this thing. Yes, exactly. I don't know who, but somebody does. And like we're sharing the tea about the Medusa thing. Like we're both of us are like, yeah, mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. weird AF, and they like guffawed when they read that line. Yes. Those always make me laugh. It's not funny to me, Aaron said, wrapping his arms around his wife. I can't imagine what my life would be like without you. Well, we'd know you'd be late for everything, for one, Hillary said, pulling out of Aaron's embrace. 
You need to get dressed for family counseling. Nick's picking you up soon. Oh yes, the family counseling. The Carters had been in counseling since his parents' divorce in 2003, which I think is what initiated just all everything. Um, it had felt unconventional at the time, but his and Nick's record labels had made it a requirement. They didn't want their biggest moneymakers to spin out into the cliched child star drama of sex, drugs, and youth emancipation. It wasn't good for business. Because this is what I think record labels should do. Right. <laughs> they should be like, you're 15. No. We need to take care of you. <laughs> where are your parents now, I guess. Yes, be like, your parents are Go married, to therapy, so we're go to school, make us music. And yes, exactly. <laughs> this is what I think should happen. It had caught a lot more issues, issues earlier than it might have without counseling. While the kids had processed the stress of the divorce, uh, the, the stress the divorce had put on them, the Carter parents addressed the midlife crisis that had destroyed their marriage through their through their thirst for fame. While they never say they were they were the perfect family, counseling and early intervention had worked. The Carter children's lack of rehab visits was proof enough. They've all been to rehab. Mostly all of them. Don't they have like five kids? There are five. Oh god. Three daughters, and then Nick and Aaron. The, and none of the daughters are famous. That's uh, the only one who's like kind of famous is Leslie because she overdosed on drugs that's and not okay. died. That's so, no, that's not a good reason. I, so it's like I think the other, I think the girls have like probably tried music. They like have talked in articles. That's about like this. a strong argument for the, them just being kind of a messed up family. <laughs> no, is that it? Really seems like the fa- it's that it kind of was repeated in all of these like TMZ articles I was reading that like the whole family was so focused on fame that they basically would do anything for attention. So they've mm. all been on reality shows. They oh, had God. their own Carter reality TV show where they would, like, it was a Wasn't sl- it, was it called, like, Coming Up Carter or something yeah. like that? And oh, it was, I remember this. And it was really sloppy. And yeah. that, like, the boys, like, had a physical fight on the real reality God. show. And it's, like, it wasn't, like, wow. a fun keeping up cute. with the Kardashians where they're, like, oh, Courtney's such a bitch. It was like, where's my million dollar earring? I fell in the pool. Yeah, it's like instead it was like, <laughs> like it's the Aaron, actual problems. It's like actual problems or like oh, no. Aaron got addicted to opioids because he took opioids when his he broke his jaw. And oh, I so mean. it's like it's and it's how like, do you break your jaw? Did someone punch it? I'm assuming because he talks about he got into a lot of fights and I'm like, it's not easy to break your jaw. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a fight. Thing. No, and so it's like, I'm pretty sure someone probably punched him, mm-hmm. and then he started taking opioids, and oh, I will okay. say that the opioid crisis we're having in America, it's, it's like, real. it's real, and it's like, it was a lot more messed up, so I don't want to, like, blame him for getting addicted to opioids, <laughs> okay. but, like, he might have, he might, that's just another, he might be blamed for cap. getting punched in the face. Yes. So. It's like, part of that was his fault. The other part was well, not, not his fault. Again, adults should have intervened and be like, I will take care of you now. I am your parents you now. You are not allowed to make decisions anymore. Be like, I am your parents now. You will go to bed at 9 p.m. and you will not sneak out because I will catch you because I am an I adult. I don't care if you're 35. You're making bad choices. You're making bad choices and you are... What did Amanda Bynes... There is a word for it because Amanda Bynes was just re-entrusted to her and Britney Spears for a while were entrusted to the care of their parents. Mm. So they became emancipated minors. Oh, yeah. And then because... they had their, like, times. And Britney Spears has, like, not... So while Amanda Bynes has got appealed to the courts and now she's, like, done enough to be, like, you can be emancipated again, Britney Spears is, like, elected to not. But, yeah. But, yeah, there's another word for... Mm. I'm sure someone is screaming it at us. <laughs> we just Trisha, if you're listening, you can Scream text it. me later about how it's called an unemancipated adult or whatever the answer. <laughs> anyway, 
continuing on. Back in it. The happy life. Back to... Okay, let me definitely record In my dream, Nick had taken out a restraining order against me, Aaron said, raking his fingers through his hair in a self-pity has because Aaron was going to shoot his wife, an unborn child. What the fuck? <laughs> yes. So, uh, Aaron, so Nick and one of the other sisters have a restraining order against Aaron currently Does because he, he shoot? because he oh, threatened God. them and because he has talked about how so their father passed so uh, like in twenty thirteen mm-hmm. maybe twenty sixteen I think twenty sixteen um who he was like sixty five so it was unexpected but apparently Aaron inherited quote a hundred guns from him mm-hmm. and well that's according to Aaron Carter's Twitter mm-hmm. so who could. Oh. Again, right. who knows if he's an unreliable narrator, but he threatened his family that he was going to shoot them, and so they took out restraining orders against him mm-hmm. and were granted them, mm-hmm. and then he was like, I didn't say I was going to kill you, and it was like... I just said I was going to shoot you. And it's like, that's not the argument you think it is. So, I didn't say I was going to kill you. Yeah, it was like, he's like, this is such a, like, on oh, Twitter was like, what God. an overreaction, and I was like, I think this is the proper reaction. <laughs> And this is seems reasonable. And that's from this September. Oh my this god! This is recent. Wow. Back in it. Uh, he thought I was going to come after him with a gun. Can you never? Can you imagine never seeing our nieces? What were you doing with a gun? And Donald Trump was president. Aaron pressed <laughs> further, and I voted for him. Oh my god! Because he did. He did. Oh yeah. The guy from The Apprentice. What kind of dream was this? I really thought everyone was out to get me. I even thought mom stole all my money. Aaron's heart started to beat faster as the nightmare came back. I mean, she was, but it's not stealing because you it's but it's not stealing because you were fifteen and a minor. Nick's voice came from behind Aaron. Aaron spun around to see his brother Nick standing in the doorway, pocketing his copy of Aaron's keys. Sorry, I should have knocked, Nick said, looking sheepish. What do you mean mom was stealing my money? Aaron asked, feeling mildly concerned. I mean that Nick rubbed the back of his head. I mean, you were a minor, and it was millions of dollars. You were a kid living in her house. You don't need millions of dollars. You need boundaries and rules. Be reasonable. I am being reasonable. Mom has my money? I'm telling you, you're better off without it. You made back any difference from all the albums you released after you turned 18. She hasn't taken a penny from you since. Mom did pay for your singing lessons. You Can you really begrudge her that? I mean, no. But still, if it was my money, and if you had known you had had 300 million in the bank, would you have worked so hard to keep your image clean? It's hard to feel incentivized to work hard when you know you could live comfortably without work. Trust me, I know. But you and the Backstreet Boys have been around for years, Aaron said. Are you telling me that the only thing that kept you guys together was money? No, but I am saying it was a lot easier to focus on the music when we weren't mega superstars. Did I ever tell you we almost broke up in 2005? (laughs) No, but what has that got to do with anything? I'm just saying that you have plenty of money now, and you haven't had to star on any reality TV shows to get it, <laughs> Nick said with a shrug. Maybe don't get mad at Mom and Dad for pocketing some of your I-want-candy profit. <laughs> the lawyers put most of it in your trust anyway. I mean, I guess, it just feels wrong to know that they did that. Don't you ever ask yourself, how did I get here? You have a beautiful house. You have a beautiful life. Not many child stars can say that the, uh, say that when they reach 30. You haven't gotten a single regrettable tattoo. <laughs> Aaron's hand went up to his throat, rubbing at the place the nightmare tattoo had been. I guess you're right. I've been pretty lucky. Luck has nothing to do with it. It's been hard work keeping this family from running off the rails, Nick said. Now will you get dressed? I told you Leslie's, uh, I told Leslie we'd pick you, pick her up on the way. Aaron's heart squeezed at the sound of Leslie's name. Something wasn't right. 
That couldn't be right. Aaron looked over at Hillary, who suddenly looked, suddenly looked very concerned. Babe, what's wrong? Then Aaron looked at Nick. No, this isn't real. This couldn't be real. Aaron, what are you talking about? Nick said, frowning his brother. What isn't real? This! Any of this! Aaron said, pulling at his hair. This is not my beautiful house! This is not my beautiful life! Aww. Aaron, you're scaring me! Hillary said, packing up. The image before him distorted suddenly, the no. colors bleeding together as the scene melted away. Nick and Hillary disappeared as the darkness swept in to replace no. the beautiful that Aaron had conjured. The story had always been the same it ever was. Then, Aaron woke up. Aww, Claire! <laughs> I know! I told you it was going to be sad. I, I thought it was going to be sad because, like, real life is not that. <laughs> both! It's both sad. It's both, both. <laughs> both sad. It's sad for both reasons. Uh, so yeah, I read all these articles about the fall of Aaron Carter and how he like he oh, like thinks no. he like says all these things about He's like a human man. Yeah, it's like he says all these things about how Michael Jackson picked him to be the like. He's like Michael Jackson gave me his jacket. That means I'm Michael Jackson. The chosen now. one. Yeah, yeah. That he was. You like, don't want to be that. And he was like. And when people are like, you're the new Michael Jackson, he's like, no, I'm not putting on his shoes and moonwalking. I'm like the new, like, I'm Aaron Carter, but I'm like... But I am Michael Jackson. But like, I'm the king of pop? I don't like understand. It was like, it's the... I can't imagine he's like an eloquent speaker. No. It's like, it really is like the ramblings of like a mad person. Have you ever like, okay, you probably have talked to a schizophrenic person, but have you talked to a schizophrenic person knowing they have schizophrenia? Mm. Now tired the context of like a health class where they were like from a panel. Yes, it's, so no, it's kind of insane because yeah. like as you know, and as I don't admit, well, at least a couple of the listeners probably know because they know me in person. I used to work with um, mental or mentally uh, ill adults who many of them did have yes. schizophrenia, and it would be like that. Like there was a woman who would um, we would <laughs> we called them drive bys <laughs> because we would be like sitting at a desk and like. For the most part, our job is just to, like, be around in case yeah. anyone needs anything or there are any emergencies. And she would just, like, walk down from her apartment, walk past you, and be like, Hey, Grace. Hi, what's up? Oh, my family's coming to kill me. I'm going to go make a sandwich. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and be like, do you want to talk about it? She's like, no. I'm like, Okay. I'm fine. Please check in later. <laughs> no, that's like all of the articles I'm reading about Aaron Carter were like that were like... They just say insane things. And you're that, like, I don't... You're saying it in a way that is not concerning, but you're saying things that are that would be concerning if they were real. And you'd yes. perhaps be acting differently if they were in our reality as well. <laughs> yes. No, it's exactly it's like a lot. that. And so it's like all these articles, it's sort of like I was like... and Or it's like... Right, he was just hospitalized recently because he oh, like lost like a bunch of weight. Mm-hmm. Like he was, so he's five foot eight, and he like everyone is like, oh, he's a meth addict, and like because he like looks like, like skinny. Yeah, he like it's like he looks very gaunt, mm-hmm. and then he was hospitalized uh, because according to the Daily Beast or wherever I read this, he went from like one sixty to like one fifteen. And so he was like, very... that's like my weight. No, and yeah. that's bad. And so like, and so right now Ooh. he's like reconciled with his mother, who he was estranged from from for years because okay. again he thought she stole all of his money. Mm-hmm. And so, but now they're like back together. But then like, 
there's like a lot of Carter drama. Like Nick didn't go to like their father's funeral, and it seems like no one seems to be on the mom's side, but now Aaron is, and so like she took him to the hospital when he was like ill. I don't know enough about their situation to know if this is like good or bad that they've reconciled. Oh no! And so I just kept being like. I'm trying to understand more what happened. Instead, I'm learning more and more about someone could intervene. <laughs> Please. And someone who's not related to you Someone who's not, yeah. Talk to you. Yeah, and Please. so it was like, uh, he oh, says Lord. he's only, like, done marijuana. There's no way. It's, yeah. like, based on the evidence. He's also done opioids. Like, yes. I would assume is still doing them. No. If he's addicted. Which, yeah. you know, you, you may not have started illegally, but that's still... Uh, questionable at best. Yeah, you can cool. still abuse something that's illegal. So it's like, <laughs> so it's just like the whole fam. It's like I don't know what Nick's situation is, but it's like it really seems like the Backstreet Boys are still like a thing. So... No, because they've gotten back together. Yeah, which they so claim... he must be doing at least okay enough yeah. to make that happen. Well, and he said the reason he didn't go to like his father's funeral was like for mental health reasons, like to essentially Fair. stay away from his family. Yeah, and I was like. Seems that valid. seems like a good choice. And they were all like, you bitch. And you I was like, us. well, yeah. y'all are a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so it was, so it seems like it's like the, their lives imploded when his parents got divorced, mm-hmm. but like the foundation was not solid yes, prior beginning. to that. And so it's sort of like, I was reading this because all of the articles were essentially trying to pinpoint the moment it went off the it rails and it was sort of like, was it ever on the rails? Yeah. And everyone was sort no. of like, <laughs> could we pinpoint? Cause like Aaron became famous, like only because he one time opened for the Backstreet Boys. Oh, is that, I didn't know that. Yeah. And so he, like, I just assumed he like also sang one day at like the record studio or whatever and they were like we can use this (laughs) no and it was like one of the articles was saying it was like i don't remember what song it was but it was like he sang just like a like a random song like like just like the oh aaron song where they're like we need someone to open for us and i'm like that's fake and (laughs) no and it was like uh he just like sang a song once and he himself was like it wasn't that good but all the recording people were like I can work with That's this. That's good enough. And, and so, everyone screamed when you came out. Yeah, because so. he was, like, tiny and cute. Very cute little blonde boy. Yeah, because he was, like, 12. Probably. And so then they were like, we can make money off this. Yes. And then he was cute. He recorded stuff. And then things kind of went off the rails when he, like, was 15 and dated these girls and his parents broke up. I can then... remember a very specific, so, like, a lot of things are coming back to me now. I think he's, what, like, maybe five? years older than like not a lot five six years older than us and I remember like a very distinct shift in his music because I was obviously like a child and it was probably like over the course of I don't know three years or so and it was it started off you know like you know I want candy and like these like covers and like you know how I beat Shaq just like random bullshit oh yeah and then I remember listening to like probably like his third album and it was like so weirdly like kind of sexual and no. I was like this is gross no what was funny was like every article, I don't think I like him anymore what was funny was every article referred to him mm-hmm. as the I want candy singer and I was like that's not even his song agreed <laughs> like so, he, he is obviously the Aaron's party singer yeah and, yeah and I was like come get it or come get right or like oh Aaron or yeah like and so, so or how sense. I beat Shaq. Too. That, the perfect song is how I beat Shaq, because like who else would fucking? 
<laughs> right? And so that's what I mean. So it was just like funny because. Uh, so yeah, he is basically like current current state Aaron Carter, mm-hmm. estranged from his siblings, mm-hmm. under the care of his mother, mm-hmm. um, maybe ill with unknown illnesses. One or more mental illnesses. With one or more and like multiple oh illnesses. Possibly a herniated stomach, which I was telling you about earlier, because he like when people will accuse him of being like, be oh, like, uh, oh, no, like an, alcoholic. an alcoholic. He's like, I don't even drink alcohol. I, I am have, physically incapable of drinking alcohol because I have this like I can't remember what it's called, but it was like, like an inverted hernia. It's like yeah, it was like because he'll be like, I have such a like a Horatio. A hernia, so it's that your stomach has herniated through your diaphragm, so like a small portion of your stomach is above the diaphragm instead of it being all the way under. Yeah, and so it's like the sphincter is out of place. Weird. And so he was, which the treatment for that is to lose weight, and so I don't think. Oh, it's something that happens to like specifically overweight people. Yes, because it causes because it causes acid reflux. It causes mm. like that kind of stuff. That's what, see, that's what I would guess is like yeah. a weird stomach. Yeah, and so I was confusing. like, there was nothing that says I only looked into it for like a millisecond, so I don't know. But I didn't see anything that was like avoid alcohol. <laughs> and so I was like, so I was like, what Confused. a random thing to say, Aaron. But also, uh, I guess stay away from alcohol. Cool. It's not going to help you. Well, all right. So Aaron, speaking to you as a nine-year-old who loved you so much, uh, I hope you get better. Speaking as a twenty-seven-year-old, so <laughs> I hope that someone can unemancipate you, repantipate you, repantipate you, <laughs> and help you reclaim you, please. Yeah. So that's uh, my that's my Christmas wish my is, Christmas for, wish is, is for, for Aaron Carter to be okay. Is for Aaron Carter to be okay. And stop supporting Donald Trump. And yeah. It was. Yeah. It was I appreciated so that part of the fan fiction because, like, yes, just rewrite all the history. I don't like. I basically, I basically was like. In my, what my, can I change? The concept of my fanfic was like, what would have happened if Aaron Carter's family had gotten family counseling at that pitiful, pivotal point would have in changed America? All of America would, <laughs> would be different. Be better. That's my that's my thesis. To be fair, okay, so in a in a world where record producers are thinking about the mental health of their clients, I don't think Donald Trump would have gotten elected. <laughs> so makes sense. It's, yeah, I think all of anyway. I, yeah, so I think my thesis mm-hmm. is. That if mental health was more cared for and co- large corporations would intercede on the behalf of their clients so and didn't try to, like, drive them into the ground, everything would be better. It was so much more of a political episode than I expected. <laughs> Aaron Carter, alternative universe means that Donald Trump is not president. It's, uh, tracks. <laughs> I want candy and free speech. And a woman president. I want all I, I want, want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas is a democratic <laughs> Better mental health. Mostly better health, mental health. Uh, all right. Well, it's been 45 minutes, so I'm not going to read my fiction in this episode. <laughs> so let's, I guess, well, no. it's going to be the same day. Maybe we'll, well, we're not going to release them on the same we'll day. I'm part. not going to have time for that. We're going to do a part two. Part two. So uh, I have no assignment for you because uh, we're probably going to take a hiatus after the holiday season. Well, I don't know how long. So yeah. you'll uh, get one more episode, which is my fanfic. <laughs> probably <laughs> which, something I actually requested. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Claire, uh, do you remember what you requested? Oh, because I can um, say it if <laughs> you forgot. Um, I requested... For Chris Evans to be written into a childhood memory that you and I share. Yes. So Claire will understand it, and I will have to add context solely for the 12 people that are listening. (laughs) So stick around for that 
in the meantime, maybe what we should, I guess we'll post Aaron Carter's like face tattoos on our Instagram. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's an important part of this. I think we uh, really need to understand piece. just how large they it are. It is so alarming. <laughs> like, I couldn't find a way to integrate into the fanfic just like, oh my god, there are too many. There are so many. It's like, a nightmare adjacent That's all I could say. So look out for that on our Instagram, uh, Fine Pairings Podcast on Instagram. And if you have ever written a Christmas uh, exchange fig, please send it to finepairingspodcast at gmail.com because I will read it over Christmas <laughs> for my own personal benefit. Uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like us and subscribe. Yeah. Don't unsubscribe. Don't unsubscribe. <laughs> that's just what we Think should Think of all the Aaron Carter knowledge you learned today. You learned so much about Aaron Carter. <laughs> Which is important. Give us one life. star for every fact about Aaron Carter that you learned. Which you definitely learned <laughs> At 20. At least five. <laughs> I'm Grace. I'm Claire. See you in a week with my fanfiction. Goodbye! Bye!